0: This is No Halos Here, hosted by Jen Lang and Jane Stark, the place to inspire a change in your consciousness to elevate the world. We're two heart-centered business owners nourishing our inner rebels while growing our respective businesses.
1: No Halos Here is the result of bringing together an opera singer turned spiritual mentor and a marketing professional turned well-being coach to meditate daily. Together, we unite physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual energies into a powerful presence to lead, heal, and inspire. We love exploring the shadowed edges of life, the universe, and beyond through honest and thought-provoking conversations. Let's dive in.
0: Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of No Halos Here with Jen Lang and Jane Stark sharing one microphone. Hello. Hi. So this is our first episode of the new year for 2022, and I just happen to be visiting the area where jane lives so we are recording this in her home studio which is kind of exciting and fun yeah it's kind of
1: cool it's only the second time we've ever done this
0: yeah so we're we usually look at each other on screens and so it's kind of funny to be like looking at each other beside each other on screens yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's all good so today we wanted to get into this topic of uh owning your shit more deeply and we wanted to look at the aspect of owning your shit not everyone else's and we've been talking about this for a while and you might be asking yourself, how is this possible? I am, I am my own sovereign being. I, what are you talking about? Owning other people's stuff, other people's shit. Well, I don't know. After the holidays, you might be feeling a little bit of, uh, fatigued, fatigued, a little bit, anxious, peopled out, yeah, peopled out and maybe indulged in too much food or drink, which happens too many activities, but the aspect of this we want to talk about is actually the people you spent time with can also affect how you feel after the holidays so yeah
1: yeah and I think what we're talking about here specifically too is is the energetics um and the it's like the subconscious so if we're talking we're talking and we're talking boundaries so there's there's boundaries um, where we can speak out our boundaries, we have our boundaries, but there's also emotional and energetic boundaries that aren't talked about so much, um, but is definitely been something that I think Jen and I have both been really working on through this past year, yeah. over the past couple of years, but I know for myself, really taking a deep dive into what this looks like in my life over the past year. And so that was what we, where we wanted to take our discussion today, Uh, introducing you, if this is a new concept to you, or maybe going a little bit deeper on this idea of energy and energetic boundaries and emotions and how we typically, especially highly sensitive people and empaths, but I would kind of argue that we all are this way. um, We tend to be emotional sponges. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, we, we will subconsciously because we are, we're human beings bred for connection. We will connect energetically and emotionally with those people that we are with and oftentimes we can be taking on the emotions and the feelings of others and we don't realize it and so we identify um, those emotions as our own and this is a really important distinction that we wanted to bring here and that we want to start to unpack around how do we start have bringing more awareness to what is our own stuff and what is not our own stuff. We're, we're chuckling cuz my daughter's in the other room supposed to be quiet so if you hear banging around that's her real that's life like real life <laughs> moment
0: yes good punctuation for the topic i think right yes. yes so what is yours and what is not and it might be that the feelings like jane said the feelings you're experiencing you may fully identify as your own you may believe and take them on as your own but how do you start to discern and know really what's yours and what's not. So we're gonna walk through some processes with you. Um basically Jane and I both, like Jane said, we've been both been working on it, but I think about late mid November we started to unpack a really big piece of it where mm-hmm. there were these I don't I'm not maybe unspoken agreements or unconscious mm-hmm. agreements for us to process emotions for our loved ones. And I basically tracked mine back to my childhood where I had this, um, role in my family to help others process their emotions. I took them on as mine. And now it's my, now with that distinction, I'm able to go, that's not mine. I can return that to sender, or I can let that fall away from me so that I only have to manage my emotions and my feelings. And boy, since I've done that, I, my life has felt so much lighter Mm -hmm. in so many ways. Um, I felt almost like I've lost physical weight, but it's been energetic weight has been dropped. And I've had more space and energy to think about and focus on other things, which is a really nice, refreshing feeling, actually. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it was like for you.
1: Yeah, definitely. It it definitely, for me, is the same thing. It felt lighter. There was more space. Um, But also, it made me really step more into and realize truly who I am. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think mine, mine was born out of, if I I look back and I know that for me, a lot of it is around, um, I've never been one that likes confrontation, um, people pleasing. Yeah. And, and things like that, like learned behaviors that for whatever reason, wherever I picked them up, those were the behaviors that I learned. And so then it started to become though, that if I just processed everything for everyone, or just take that on, then I think that I'm helping, or I'm doing, you know, I'm doing something, um, you know, to be liked, or, or things like that. And so that's kind of where it came from. The other piece for me, I think, is what I've realized is, um, I definitely had something uh, called the savior complex, mm-hmm. or the rescuer archetype, archetype. And that idea that I can fix everything. And if I just take it on, I, I can fix it. And so, again, a lot of this was subconscious. I didn't really realize I was doing it consciously, but as Jen said, back in November, when we both kind of had this awareness in our own, um, in each of our own situations, mine was really around this idea that like, Holy smokes, I have been in the savior complex for my family and friends more so family, actually, let's, let's retract that for my family. Mm-hmm. But I, I have seen where I've tried to play it out in friendships. Um, yeah. But you know, where all of a sudden I'm taking on emotions and I'm trying to fix things quote unquote, that maybe aren't really mine to fix. And in doing that, I'm also, I'm not serving myself because I'm actually exhausting myself and making myself sick, but I'm also not serving them because it doesn't then give them the opportunity to go in and do their own healing work and and work through what they need to work through. And so that was sort of a big realization for me. So
0: I totally agree because I was living some of that as well. And the way someone asked me recently about how that shows up in sort of practical ways in our day-to-day lives. And I think Jane and I both came to the realization that we were doing all this healing work and we were doing, you know, going to see practitioners or diving deeper on certain topics. And it felt like Groundhog Day.
1: Yeah, I said to Jen, I had this realization of like, I am addicted to healing. Like I am addicted to doing the healing work. And it's because I was perpetually yeah. in this cycle of just, oh, okay, so something's shown up again. Oh, I better go, like, I'll take that on and I'll go fix it. Because there is yeah, there is a very, um nuance me I don't know if that's the right word but there is a thing within our space in the coaching healing self-help world where it's like this message of own your shit is strong but it for me I kind of misconstrued it to like you know oh well if you do when you do your own healing it heals everyone around you so I bought that as oh okay well then I'll just keep every time something came up rather than really looking at what part of this is mine and what part of this is not mine, I would just take it all on and be like, okay, I got this. I'll take this to therapy. I'll take this to my hypnotherapist. I'll take this here. And I would go and counseling. Yeah. I would go and take it, take the whole thing and try and heal it when really there's only a piece of it that I really should have been taking to those places. And so it became this addiction is what I felt like. And it was a real, like, Whoa. (laughs) Well,
0: the other, the flip side of that is us taking on that something's wrong with us.
1: And that's exactly it. I would sit in these things. It was like, oh, I'm broken again. Oh, this must be me. It's
0: my fault. Yeah. And that's, so that's the flip side. So if you catch yourself in this narrative or this dialogue with yourself going, oh, something wrong with me, or like, again, the more sort of uglier side of that would be a form of gaslighting where those around you are like, what's wrong with you? It's your fault. Why do you, why are you this way? Mm-hmm. Rather than,
1: um, you know, again, owning. That's... So it's, it's really true. It's about them owning their part yeah. in things and you owning your part and you being able to recognize what is yours and what is not yours to take on. And I mean, the gaslighting conversation is a big one. That's a really big um, one. Well, that's sort we'll of a, a more specific topic, but definitely it shows up in that. And I think, you know what you were saying we to go back i kind of detract us a little bit but how this might show up in people's lives like how can you recognize you're doing this so one was you said sort of like groundhog day and it's like that was sort of what was happening for me it was like i have spent years and years and years you know doing my work and healing and yes i've grown and yes i've changed and yes lots of things have shifted but the same little patterns kept showing yeah. up it's all the time
0: it's a repeating pattern Sometimes this might show up for you physiologically. Mm-hmm. So for example, I've had issues with my gallbladder for years and I'm not talking major issues. It's just talking like discomfort and um, twinging, being careful, like what I ate and how much and when like standard, I was like, Oh, you know, I'm in my forties now. I'm like, maybe it's just, this is what comes with the territory or maybe not. And so as soon as I had released this pattern around started to undo this pattern around clearing emotion for loved ones. My gallbladder twinges disappeared. And I was like, wow, how long have I been doing this unconsciously? So I'm not saying it's like, I'm not saying you're, you as a listener are going to specifically have something to do with your gallbladder, but maybe you will because it is a place of holding on to bitterness and resentment. So what if that bitterness and resentment isn't actually yours to clear, but it's showing up in you?
1: Because you're to, actually holding on to it. It is your, it. it is needed to be released, right? Yeah. We know, I mean, again, it's proven that stored emotions turn into dis-ease and chronic pain in the body. Like, and so if we look at this and if we're storing, if we're, yeah. and, and so that kind of shows up in unprocessed emotions and moving those through. And there's a couple of great resources. Gabor Mate's when the body says no is one. Yeah. Um, and I never say his name right, but the body keeps score. We'll put the link in our show notes. Um, uh, van, I can't remember like his ben name. Beak- ben, Bessel, yeah, we're going to Oh, um, Bessel van der Kolk. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Um, are two great resources on this concept of how the body and emotion, how the body stores emotions. Yeah. But this is a big piece of what we're talking about, right? So we know that stored emotions can often turn into um, chronic, chronic pain illness. and right. chronic illness. So that's another that's another um hint in terms of where this may be showing up if you have some of those types of things again this isn't like a panacea like you know here's your solution but these are all the pieces this is another piece of that puzzle to start looking at um and so that so those are kind of the ways that it might show up in your life and looking at how then how do we deal with this how do we what do we you know what's our so well there's some tools around you know emotional release so sometimes that might actually just
0: might just be movement so if you're feeling frustrated and angry and exercise is an outlet for you then definitely exercise yoga um cardiovascular exercise um you have a rebounder Mm -hmm. i prefer to do stretching i did karate for years i figured that honestly karate has really helped me manage my anger and like fury and frustration because it's it might sound violent, but it's actually a nonviolent way to release pent-up emotion and move it through the body. So those exercises are wonderful ways to move those emotions. The emotional
1: other other emotional release tools, some of them are a little bit more you need to kind of like be coached through them. Yeah. Um, but I think the first piece is even just starting to like tap into your intuition yeah. and start to notice, you know, when you're feeling an emotion, see if you can kind of move outside of that emotion a little bit and become the observer and ask, like literally stop and ask the question in your head or out loud if you like, but um, is this mine? And see what comes through. Yes or no. You'll start to, the more you do it, the more you'll start yeah. to like notice that your intuition will give you that answer. It's and
0: like, sorry, go ahead. I was I just going to say
1: that, you know, when you get that you know, getting that intuitive hit. And if it's not yours, again, it's like, sometimes it's as simple as setting that intention to, okay, just release this from my body and just be like, Hey body, like, let's let this go. Um,
0: oh, other practical ways just along that, especially mm-hmm. with emotions because water is an element yes. associated closely with emotions. So having a hot bath or having mm-hmm. a shower, um, actually someone, a client I spoke to the other day said that their psychologist told them to every time they had a shower imagine the water washing away the emotions and feelings, both of the day and anything that's not yours. So there's the physical hygiene, and then you have emotional and mental hygiene.
1: And that I think is what we're talking about today, right? This is the piece where like emotional and mental hygiene, we don't do it. And we don't never taught it. it. It's not talked about. And it's such an important piece. Yeah. Of life, because that resentment that you may harbor
0: known or unconscious or unconscious, whatever's happened, that resentment you're going to hang on to is going to result in some form of disease that you will take to a traditional practitioner, maybe your medical doctor, your allopathic doctor, and they'll run you through all these tests. But rarely, if ever, will you get a practitioner who will ask, what are the emotions that you're hanging on to you that you think might be contributing to this condition? Mm -hmm. And that's a big question to ask yourself. If you find yourself with digestive upsets, that's a big one. Mm -hmm. And sometimes those are linked to anxiety. And there's, again, it's a rabbit hole, right? Work with someone, work with a coach, a professional, a naturopathic doctor. You'll have, you don't just need one doctor. You need a team of people who are there to support you and to can provide different perspectives On helping you unpack this. Mm -hmm. Another practical tool that we created is the empowerment playbook, Mm -hmm. which walks you through a process to discern whether those emotions and feelings like what's bothering you in your life and how can you unpack that. And we give you creative tools to move that through.
1: We also, to tie into that, we yeah. just recently launched our 321 countdown offer, right. which is all about this. It's all about looking at, you know, there's kind of twofold. It's about taking all of the information that's out there and, you know, the information overload that we're in and helping you unpack that and turn information into transformation. But the crux of that is, and a huge part of that is, before you do that, again, you have to, we have to be able to identify what is our own to transform and what is not ours to actually transform or do anything with and to just let it go. And I think another sort of point on this that I just wanted to make is that we're not just talking, this doesn't, this isn't just like, Oh, you've gotten a big argument with, you know, your partner or with your parent, a family member or something like that. And it's like big emotions. This is, this is like Jen said, kind of like hygiene. This is stuff that if you start to bring this into your practice daily, ideally, you, it's amazing how much better you'll notice you feel yeah. little thing like it's just shifting some of this stuff out and rather than keeping it in because when we when we don't process this stuff that is when we have to, it turns into anxiety and, and then sometimes it turns into something worse but so it can just be from being out in the world. It's like our world is busy. It's chaotic. You know, work for many of us is extremely busy and we don't even realize that again, we're emotional sponges. So we're just soaking up everybody's, all spectrums of the, of emotion, right? It's not just at
0: the grocery store, the the Christmas shopping you may have done or the sales after the holidays, where like, it's like, think of this big emotional soup. You're going to the mall to do the post holiday shopping and all of a sudden you're mixing physically with people, but you're also mixing emotionally. With yeah, all people, these there people could be grief, there emotions, could be joy, like,
1: there could be anger. There's like yeah. every emotion we can think of. Right. And so our tip to you is just starting to pay attention to this and yeah. look at this at a micro level, um, like that. And then if, you know, then working with a coach and, and being able to go deeper. So again, something like our three, two, one countdown, um, offer, which is three sessions where we kind of dive into this with you three sessions with Jen and I, um, you know, can help really help to differentiate because it can be hard in the beginning to really, truly be able to identify what is yours and what's not, it's not, it's not, just super obvious all the time. Like I say, starting to pull into your t- intuition is helpful, but really, I mean, I've been doing this work for a long time and, you know, just a month ago had this massive realization that I was carrying around some really big stuff mm-hmm. that wasn't mine. And I had no idea. I had completely identified it as my own, yeah. um, you know, continued healing journey to do. And so okay. to be able to just put that down.
0: I think it's a lot more common than we think. And like yes. literally, What we are talking about here today is probably the tip of the iceberg. And when Mm -hmm. we start to take responsibility for what's ours and send back to the others, what's theirs, then we will all be better ahead because the faster you can come into alignment for yourself, Mm -hmm. the faster you will get to where you need to be to have a healthy, aligned and abundant life.
1: And if we're constantly taking on everyone else's stuff, A, we're not getting ahead. Cause like you say, we're not in alignment. B we're not even then giving people the opportunity to, yeah. to go and do that work for themselves because you're trying to fix it. Yeah. You're taking it on. Um, so, yeah, we are just, I think you're right. We are just scratching the tip of the iceberg. Um, but you know, I, it's a, we feel that this is a really big, important conversation to start having and you know, Jen and I have really started talking about owning your shit and that's kind of becoming our tagline and our slogan. And we're all about that personal responsibility piece. But the reason we wanted to bring this episode to you today was because I think the second piece of that, that not everyone else is is equally as important. Yeah. Um, and that's, super important. you know, the, the conversation we wanted to bring here and being a new year, at the beginning of the year and as Jen said in the beginning you know we're coming off holidays where we may have been you know a little peopled out seeing more people than we normally would um, now is a time to really sit and look and, and reflect on like how am I feeling after all of this and yeah what have I picked up and it, is it yours yeah
0: so use that 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 yes, no muscle is it yours or not? That's a muscle that you have to just basically exercise through practice. Yeah. And it's not always going to be clear, and you have to be really okay and accepting with that not being clear. Mm-hmm. So that being said, go give it a try. Just right after you listen to this podcast, tune into how am I feeling right now, and is it mine? Is that try and identify that emotion? Um, the other book we can point them towards is the Mark Brackett book.
1: Oh yeah. Oh god, it's right here. What is it? Feelings. Um it's right
0: there. Go oh, permission to feel. Thank you. <laughs> I was like, wait, but give yourself permission to feel the emotion, then ask is it yours?
1: Yes. And I have not read it yet, but there's a fourth book that oh. I do have on my Christmas list um is Brené Brown's new book, oh, Atlas awesome. of the Heart. Yeah. I am I have yeah. not read it, but like I say I follow I love Brené and follow her work and this one from mm-hmm. what I understand is all about the, you know, emotional um, intelligence oh, and emotional great. language and letting us understand or helping us to understand, which I think is the other key part of this. We're going to wrap, but I just want to say that I think this is the other piece and, and Mark Brackett's book, uh, Permission to Feel, is all about this, that we don't actually have the language yeah. for our emotions. Most people will say, I'm happy, I'm mad, I'm sad. So as we continue to like expand our dialect around that and start to get the words and the language to describe mm-hmm. truly how we're feeling, that is also a big piece of this and will help you open up. So yeah, definitely check out um, those four resources that we will put uh, in, in the, the show notes. notes. Um, two of them, Brene's book and uh, Mark Brackett's around emotional IQ and then uh, Gabor Mate and
0: okay, Bessel van der Thank
1: you. Um, <laughs> Their books are When the Body Says No and The Body Keeps Score. And that will kind of give you that connection uh, from the health perspective. And potentially, if you are struggling with some chronic pieces, what the connection could be there from an energetic and emotional um, perspective. Yeah. So,
0: Awesome. Have fun with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Welcome to the new year. Start, start practicing <laughs> a new skill. Uh, start practicing something that will make your life lighter, brighter, and easier in the long run. It might feel a bit... Uh, confusing at first. We are always here. If you have questions, you can certainly reach out to us at hello at com. That's sometimes just a really easy, like, Hey, I listened to this episode, got mm-hmm. a question. Just send us a, send us an email. Mm-hmm. We'd, we'd, love love to, yeah, yeah. we'd love
1: to hear from we'd you. We'd love to hear from we you. We really want to keep this conversation yeah. conversation going. So
0: on that note, have an awesome, awesome day, night, afternoon, wherever you are in this world. And we will catch you next week
1: on Here. Bye for now. Bye.
0: Thanks for joining us for these conscious combos. If you're ready to dive deeper, head on over to wearejenandjane.com to continue the conversation.
1: If you loved this episode, please take a moment to share it with your friends or your network and leave us a review by going to Apple Podcasts. Find us on Instagram at wearejenandjane and let us know what you enjoy and what you would like to see more of. We'd love to hear from you.